White Hot Magazine, one of the world's leading platforms and institutions for contemporary art. Visit us online at whitehotmagazine.com and follow us on social media. We have an interesting guest today, um, All City from All City Collectibles. And um, based in Vancouver, it's an NFT collectibles organization. Is that the right way to talk about it? Yeah, so we do uh, small batch NFT collectibles, graffiti focused. All right, graffiti focused. I think we sort of connected on that because I also have an interest in graffiti. Yeah. And so um, what draws you to an NFT project? Are you just working on your own projects or are you bringing in other artists or how are you exactly, how are you working with this stuff? Yeah, a little bit of all of the above. Um, so kind of entered the space uh, through our physical sketchbooks. We make uh, pretty unique kind of niche sketchbooks for graffiti writers where we take street scenes and freight trains and we vectorize them and uh, we put out these sketchbooks for graffiti writers to draw their graffiti in. So for example, you know, with the train book, the train itself is blank and guys draw their graffiti on it. So they seem to work pretty well. And um, just in this kind of new digital era, I, I thought it would be really interesting to kind of do a digital version of that book with, you know, a bunch of graffiti from me and my friends and our network. And through that, I uh, just kind of started sniffing around the NFT space, I guess, back around February. Um, so we're all still quite new. And then, uh, yeah, and then through that, we kind of uh, started building our first uh, NFT, which was pretty cool. It was a little, it was an abstract piece. It's up on foundation right now. And it didn't end up being the direction that we took our, our collection, but um, it was fun. Uh, I learned a lot about the process on the back end. And yeah, definitely looking to onboard as many graffiti writers as I can. And then um, definitely also um, kind of fell in love with the space and just seeing all this new art that I just, mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, and these new artists. So I became a collector through that. I definitely don't necessarily consider myself a collector, but I've certainly collected a lot of pieces. Along so the way. do you go, are you going to, what sites are you kind of going to? Are you using a, a, a custom minting platform or are you going to foundation? Or are you going to super rare or like, how are you sell, where are you selling? Sort of. Yeah, so we have a single piece up on foundation, um, but we minted our smaller batch collectibles through Rarible. Um, Rarible is a nice platform visually in terms of aesthetics. It looks kind of professional and we were able to do additions, which I think I've learned now that you can do on OpenSea. Um, so yeah, we minted, so like I said, we got a one of one on foundation. You can't do additions on foundation. And then we've got our collectibles on Rarible, but um, you can see them on OpenSea. There is integration, um, but it's not as fluent as I would have loved. Um, so you have to, so for example, if you mint on Rarible, it will show up on OpenSea, but you actually have to relist them again. And uh, so, yeah, if I had to do it all over again, I mean, I, I love Rarible. I love, I love the visual of it. I would probably, if I had to go one or the other, I would 
perhaps choose OpenSea over Rarible, but that's where right. we're at right now. We're at Rarible at slash right. all city collectibles. Well, there is that, those affiliate sort of OpenSea affiliate sites like Foundation shows up on OpenSea. And yeah, I everything on the about that. I said, yeah. where are you? Are you on this one, that one, or the other one? And then everything kind of ends up in cer certain areas. Very true. Very um, true. And so it's graffiti writers. So how many graffiti writers are you working with right now? Uh, we've got a pretty good basin. Um, so right now our first two sets, we did the first one. We were doing uh, these legend series. So we did the first one with Cover DFA, super well-known bomber in Vancouver. Uh, and then the second one we did with Cameo, just a legend, freight train legend. Uh, he reps some pretty big crews and our BTS. Um, and so we work closely with those two guys and have a bunch of guys on deck just waiting for the next project. We're just uh, building a little bit more steam, making sure everybody knows about us and where to find us. Certainly don't want to flood our own market. Um, but yeah, that's who we've started with and a bunch of different guys on deck. So lots of stuff to come. Hmm. Interesting. And were you involved in things with art and collectibles before the NFT world started happening? Always been a part of graffiti. So I'm not young. I mean, I guess I'm not old, but I'm not a young guy. Um, so I've been around for a long time. Around how old are you? Well, I've been uh, around the graffiti space for about three decades. Okay. So, yeah. And uh, mm -hmm. so lots of different stuff through that. Um, I've been a part of different mural fests and right. curating stuff through that. So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And then how did you first get into the NFT space? Did somebody just kind of knock on your door and hand you a flyer or? <laughs> a little bit of both, maybe not so much like that, but uh, again, just kind of through the sketchbooks, I thought it would be fun to do a digital version and mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to, name names but where there was a collaboration uh, mm -hmm. in the works early on with a pretty um established uh a, a graffiti group who's doing nfts mm. uh we started working together initially they're based out of los angeles right and, and we just kind of decided to kind of um i just I, you know we just we didn't end up finishing up with that and we both just kind of did our own things mm -hmm. and which was good for me because initially i was a little bit um i was kind of like well I kind of want to do this on my own, but what am I going to, am I, am I going to be able to market it right? Like, I don't really have the connections in the NFT space, but all of that was really good because it forced me to jump on Clubhouse. It forced me to jump on Twitter. It forced me to, uh, to get to know a lot of the people and, uh, you know, now they're friends. So it's right. a, a great ride. Hmm. Yeah. People always ask me about how I got involved and it was kind of like the movie Eyes Wide Shut a little bit. Um, do you remember that movie with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, the Stanley, oh, Stanley Kubrick movie? Oh, is it a Kubrick movie? Uh, yeah. I remember the name. Yeah. yeah, it's a really kind of a weird movie, but the basic premise is like he ends up at this kind of cult meeting at a mansion out some mystery. He, he like goes to this giant like estate where everybody's wearing masks and doing kind of a ceremony. And, but he sort of stands out because he's like, not part of you know every everybody it's like a masked ball it's an interesting movie but nft was a little bit like that for me because there was a lot of anonymous uh activity like a lot of the people i was interacting right. with were doing podcasts with voice altering software and there were some people who weren't were not anonymous but 
there is, you know, it's a very, it's a, also, it's a very young space. Mm -hmm. So I think there are some people who are not sure exactly how the whole space is going to pan out. There are other people that are very certain that they're in the right place and at the right time. And it's, so it varies. I would agree. Yeah. And, and, and certainly pseudonyms, pseudonym, it's actually interesting that you bring that up, Noah, because pseudonyms um, in the crypto space, um, in the NFT space, uh, clicked with me kind of right off the bat coming from, you know, coming from graffiti because none of us use our real names, right? right. So, yeah, no, you're absolutely right with that. That's and true. it is kind of a mysterious kind of uh, that, you know, and, and that being said, that was another huge thing that drew me towards NFTs because prior to being involved with NFTs, I wasn't uh, very crypto literate. I, I had never invested in crypto. I, I, of course, like everyone, I knew about it. Um, it was always mm. just this kind of mysterious kind of, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So, so what have you, what have you learned about investing in crypto that people like what should people invest in? Let's say they're not, I mean, obviously buying NFTs can be a volatile, but sometimes profitable thing, but what, what kind of crypto would you suggest? Well, certainly not financial advice as they say, um, but uh, I think that there's kind of a few approaches that one could take when entering the space. It, it, it kind of, it's a personal thing. I mean, we love the art. Um, I, I tend to buy, uh, to purchase um, projects or buy into projects or pieces that, uh, that resonate with me. Um, but there is that other element um, where finance is involved and investing is kind of involved. And, and, I, and I certainly do view um, certain uh, projects that I buy into or certain pieces as sort of a stock, definitely. Um, but that being said, I am still art first and I believe in supporting the community and I think one of the first things that that every artist um, entering the space needs to remember is that there is a lot of movement a lot of ETH flowing between artists um, so give back right so when you come in and you sell a couple pieces you know pick up one or two from uh, some of the people that maybe bought from you like that that, that you get along with or respect because chances are um, you've made sales through friendships. Um, so make sure that, that, you know, you give back and you reward those people and, and thank them and reach out to people. So to answer your question, you know, what to look for, I mean, it all kind of depends on, on what you're entering this space as. I think maybe if you're coming in it from a more strategic approach, certainly look at, at pedigree. So look at that artist, what they were doing before the space, what they're doing in this space or that group. Mm -hmm. Um, definitely be looking for community. Um, strong community is very, very important, um, especially with a lot of these, you know, if you're in it and you're trying to make a quick buck on these, these, these avatar projects, definitely I would suggest, you know, be looking at that community, be looking at the discords, um, be look at, you know, look at the devs and look for transparency too. I mean, so many of these projects right now are just cash grabs. They really are. They're just capital raises. Uh, and that's not me taking anything away from uh, from any of these projects. It's just me simply, you know, letting me maybe a first timer hear it here first. <laughs> um, so be wary. It, it is money. It is your money, especially if you're buying in. Um, so yeah, definitely do your due diligence and uh, do your own research. So what do you think is going to happen in the next five months? Because we're really kind of only in a certain way, kind of five, 
what is it, five months in or five or six months in, it went from like zero to 825 million market. Just crazy, right? Um, yeah. Think, yeah, yeah. Just uh, we're, we're certainly uh, right now, we're, we're in the wild, wild west right now. Um, mm -hmm. You know, currently right now, gas is a big issue with Ethereum. Mm -hmm. um, so we are going to see different things now. You're going to hear terms like layer two. I'm not a super tech guy, so I, I'm not going to talk about things that I can't fully explain. But there is um, other solutions coming for Ethereum that they're working on. Mm -hmm. uh, some people say it's sooner than, than later. Others say it's the other way around. This will have positive uh, impacts on the price of gas and different stuff like that. I mean, we're also gonna see other chains. We are seeing other chains rising up, learning from Ethereum, doing things their way, which you know could be quite successful for them. Um, the other thing that we're gonna to have to keep an eye on here is the trend where when the value of Ethereum is on the rise, the value of NFTs tends to dip. You know, we've got to remember that a lot of these OG crypto guys who are, you know, coming from the old Bitcoin days and Ethereum when it, you know, first mm -hmm. got up on its legs. These a lot of these guys are sitting on a on a lot of uh, on a lot of ETH and 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 don't necessarily have to be putting the art first. These are investments for them. So when the value of Ethereum is lower, they're going to look to capitalize on. NFT projects. And then when the value of ETH rises, they're going to want to get liquid mm -hmm. and uh, take profits. So this is all part of the ecosystem and we should celebrate all of it and understand all of it. Um, yeah. I mean, I think another thing I'll throw in there really quick too is, you know, and, and, and it kind of goes with mm -hmm. what you were saying about how, how much growth we've seen in the last five, six months, you know, mass adoption is coming. That's another kind of catchphrase buzzword you're going to hear. And, What's you know, mass adoption? Well, just the mass is coming into the space. So not necessarily just aggressive growth, but like, you know, everybody, like your like mom, house, your dad. Like the household. Yes, right? Yeah. The family so, dog is making an NFT. <laughs> right, I'm like, buying Honey, dinner's ready. Food. It's like, oh, the kids are buying NFTs. Wait, I'm waiting for my gas fee to go through. Absolutely, absolutely. Kind of so you're so, saying that like, the 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 cleavers and the um sort of white picket fence stereotypical kind of certainly yeah white white america that just kind of destroys everything that's cool <laughs> is gonna come in and kind of they're coming man the, the, you think so oh yeah it's coming i i think what, what i mean look it's all spe everything's speculative in this space right now I, I, obviously i'm a believer i'm bullish on the space i'm bullish on blockchain i'm bullish on nfts right. as a whole but um yeah certainly i, I think what we're going to see is I, my personal opinion I, my personal opinion is nfts are going to be paired with every kid's toy in the market you're going to mm. go get a happy meal you're going to pull out your little toy and then there's going to be a qr code on the pack you're going to scan the qr code mm. and then that is going to open up some other gamified you know something or other mm. with a toy so i think all that stuff is coming right um, unlockable content absolutely absolutely right. right so it just makes so much sense and then i mean you know we're, we're focusing on nfts right now but i mean NFTs don't exist without blockchain. Mm -hmm. So blockchain technology. I think it would be cool if McDonald's created another character other than Grimace and the Hamburglar that was right? like, like the, the 
NFT burger guy. There you something. go. I'm not sure what it would be called. It'd well, be like... even one step further, Noah. How about they? How about they do a generative project, right? And they create ten thousand new characters. The right? crypto so fry of... guys. I love it. Right? I love it. I know I it sounds it. funny now, but jokes can sometimes become very serious things down the road. It's just it, and it, and it, you know, it, it brings NFTs paired with a physical toy and stuff like that. That yeah. brings an increased level of engagement and interactivity mm-hmm. and uh, any kind of. Well, I mean, it's interesting that Mike Tyson and Steph Curry and Paris Hilton and these other. I mean, Paris Hilton doesn't really fall into that category because she's almost like an OG now herself. Mm-hmm. She actually has a lot of credibility in the space. I mean, I think it's kind of hilarious that I think Mike Tyson has like a, a crypto kitty. Yeah, I think it started with a cool cat. And or I'm cool sure cat. His wallet, yeah, I'm sure his wallet filled up quickly, rapidly after that. Right. Um, cool. So what's next for you? I think we were talking about collaborating on a metaverse yeah i'd love to so we could talk a little bit about that so you can take the lead if you well we're going to do a curated exhibition i had done a curated metaverse museum show with accelerate art a while back which was wildly successful and uh we're you and i are talking about doing some sort of gallery metaverse outing in absolutely maybe one or more metaverse properties so people can watch this space because maybe we'll do a follow-up once once that launches um and what else is happening for you in the future just on your in with your own projects that you want people to know about yeah so just continuing to build awareness uh like i said we've got two uh small batch collectible sets out right now we're kind of taking the approach of doing these kind of uh, graffiti baseball cards we're going to continue to do that with different graffiti writers um yeah, and just a little bit more about metaverse stuff. So me and you are gonna have some fun with that. And uh, like you said, possibly incorporate some of the properties. I do have five parcels in crypto voxels and we're coming off the heels here a couple months back, two months back. We put together the very first, I love plugging it because it's. Uh, I, was, I was very proud to do it and it was a big hit. But we took nine properties, nine parcels in crypto voxels. We wrapped them in graffiti and street art and we did these tours every day for a week. We did the Meta Mural Fest. So the very first mm. ever mural festival in the metaverse over in Crypto Voxels. It was a huge hit. I set it up so there was little portals between each property. So you could go, you just click a button, you go, you walk around one, walk through it, click a, mm. it was like a bubble on each parcel, you click the bubble, you go on to the next. It was a huge hit. We had over 15 artists. Yeah. And so certainly looking to- uh, So you're a, you're a man of firsts. I am a man of first, absolutely, especially with graffiti you. in the uh, in the space. Mm-hmm. So where's the where is the best place for someone to find you if they're looking for you? Uh, if they're I'm looking for you in a nice way, not looking for you. In a <laughs> well, don't go down to a police station. Yeah, first and foremost. Right. Uh, you can find us. Uh, go check out the Rarible. Uh, you know, this is uh, we're talking about NFTs. Go check out our Rarible. So you go rarible.com/slash all city collectibles. That's rarible.com/slash all city collectibles. Mm-hmm. Can reach out on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Instagram's a little bit more uh, physical world focused, but uh, feel free to reach out right. and uh, add us and say hi. And you can also go check out some of the metaverse at uh, allcityhq.com, and that'll take you right to into Crypto Voxels at our main parcel. There's graffiti all the way around. There's uh, our NFTs inside, and if you go check out the roof, there's a pretty special rooftop basketball mm. court that's very cool. 
Excellent. Okay, well, thanks for joining me today. Um, and let's be in touch over the next couple of days. You got it. Thanks for okay. having me. Take Have care. Bye-bye.